Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. And we're live. Sorry, I didn't know you were hitting record. This stuff stinks, man. It's so gross. What are you putting on your fingers? It's a, it's a, it's a drink. All I saw was you smell your fingers and say it stinks. <laughs> so I'm wondering what's going on over there. Can I ask you a question here? Yeah. So uh, this is a hand sanitizer, and I just, it's been sitting in the studio for a while now. It's been here for a while, and I've used it, and I know it smells. But today it smelled extra stinky to me, and I don't know why. Maybe I'm just, I don't know, more sensitive on a Monday. Did you get your sense of smell back? <laughs> Finally, <laughs> after all the Rona, I don't know, but I know that. So it's a Laura. It's Laura germ blocker. It says that's fine. What is? What does it say up here? What does it say? Extra fork. Ex- not extra. Not the French version. Extra strength. That's where your finger was pointing Sorry. to. It extra is extra strength. Strength. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what it's- is the difference between extra strength hand sanitizer and regular hand sanitizer? Isn't it all alcohol that's supposed to kill all the germs? Why would you need the regular strength if there is extra? You want to kill all the germs. Isn't so, that the point of it all? Here's what I learned about hand sanitizer as we've been through the pandemic. And this was specifically at the beginning. Remember that hand sanitizer was, you can find it anywhere. Yep. You can find it. And you had uh, alcohol distributors quickly making hand sanitizer and pivoting uh, in the moment. And what did we learn? That it has to be at least 70% in order to be considered a hand sanitizer, correct? Yes. Anything other than that is just vodka. This is 72%. Is that what makes it extra strength? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know how these things work, and I'm not even sure if it works at all, to be honest with you. I have no idea. I don't know either. Uh, Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was your reno almost done. So, yeah, I mean, they don't work on weekends. My team does not work on weekends, which I'm actually thankful for because... It's, it's, it's difficult, you know? You got a, you got a family. You got stuff you got to do. Like, it was just about getting things done this weekend. I had a good weekend of getting stuff done, but no, the kitchen's not finished yet. The countertops still need to be put in, and there's a couple of, like, odds and ends. Small things. Once the countertops go in, then really the stuff's going to start to flow in a couple of days' time. Okay. I'm trying to think of what the hell I did. Oh, I had the Toronto Rock home opener. Uh, thank you to everybody who came out to the home opener in Hamilton and... It's funny, Kat, because I, I tried to head off some of this last week in the podcast, but I'm still hearing from a ton of people that are, I don't understand why they're called Toronto if they play in Hamilton. And frankly, I don't understand why the fuck you care. Just go to the game and have did, a good time. But or any, don't go to the game. You can watch it on DSN if you want. It's totally fine. Did anybody complain at the game? Like, no. did you hear that? Okay, because I was going to say, there's no way you'll buy tickets to the game, go to the game, be happy about all of the things at the game. By the way, like the parking's a better situation. The price point's a better situation. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what there is to complain about. I'd be happy as can be. You know, I mean, it's a, a night out that's totally affordable for families. You can get four tickets in the lower bowl with drinks and snacks for 120 bucks. Less than the cost of one ticket to a Leaf game, a family of four can go to First Ontario Centre in Hamilton and go to a Toronto Rock game. And if you're not into lacrosse, I get it. This doesn't apply to you. But if you'd like to do something new that's a little bit more affordable, you could totally do it. They did happy hour. Never in a million Mm. fucking years would you see happy hour at Scotiabank Arena where where all drinks are $5. It's never going to happen. But they're the Toronto Rock in Hamilton. Just get over it. Honestly, guys, just get over it. But anyway, I digress. Let's get on to the stuff here, Kat. Uh, thank you to everybody who reached out on Friday about the podcast. We got really good response. We are going to experiment today with making a phone call 
or getting a phone call, but it's really going to be making a phone call. We're going to start introducing some some listeners onto the podcast, and we thank you for listening every single day if you do. The problem is, and we thought we'd covered all the bases. We had the phone installed, and it's beautiful. Right there, it's awesome. The problem is we didn't get the actual phone number. <laughs> we don't know, know what the number is. It's silly. Like there's a number. <laughs> so there's a number listed here and we can call out, but we can't receive incoming calls is what it is. Right. Now there is a number that you can receive incoming calls. It's just nobody wrote it down for us and yeah. we don't know. Yeah. So we're, we're waiting to figure out what's going on with that. In the meantime, we do have at least one person we're going to get on. All right. So we'll do that coming up. Uh, first off, I want to play something for you, Kat. There's been a lot of reason to be skeptical about how the holidays are going to go. You see it every time you open Facebook. Oh, here comes the lockdown because of the Omicron variant. And I don't know that it's really that bad. And you know who agrees that it's probably not that bad? None other than Dr. Anthony Fauci himself. That's a good source, Scott. Here is Dr. Fauci yesterday on CNN's State of the Union. Director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Fauci. Good to see you. As always, so let's start with the Omicron variant. Coronavirus cases in South Africa quadrupled in just four days this week, reportedly spreading twice as quickly as Delta. But the South African president said overnight that hospitalizations from Omicron are not increasing at, alarming, at an alarming rate. So have you seen evidence that hospitalizations or deaths are rising, not just cases? And what does all of this suggest to you about this new variant? Well, we're in really quite constant uh, communication with our South African colleagues, Jake. They've really been very good about being transparent. They are giving that indication that you just mentioned. Clearly, in South Africa, Omicron has a transmission uh, advantage because if you look at the number of cases now, they were very much at a low level. Then they had almost a virtual, a vertical spike upwards, which is almost exclusively Omicron. Thus far, though it's too early to really make any definitive statements about it, thus far it does not look like there's a great degree of severity to it, but we really got to be careful before we make any determinations that it is less severe or really doesn't cause any severe illness comparable to Delta. But thus far... Okay, just a quick question Mm. here, and I know that he can't respond because that's off the TV, but nonetheless, I'm wondering... If you know it's not as severe, you've seen the data, and we know it's been circulating in South Africa for a while now. If hospitalizations didn't go up, but cases did, that's the best case scenario. Okay, so cases went up, more people caught it, but nobody's dying from it. Uh, We're not getting more people in hospital from it. And I get that he wants to study it a little bit more, but you've already got some data here. We don't need to shut shit down now for something that we're pretty sure is not that big a deal. Yeah. And that's kind of a neat variation. It's almost like a bonus variant. This one spreads faster, but doesn't make you any sicker. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that over so many other options or possibilities. I'll take it. You know? Yes. This is good news. Although I do want to point out that happening here in Ontario for our friends down in Windsor, Essex County. They've announced new measures, which are going to take effect Friday, that they say will help control the spread of the virus as the region faces what it calls a disproportionate burden of COVID-19. What, what, do, what do they want us to feel sorry for? I them? don't know. Like, what is the reason for it? What is the reason for it? Well, I don't know what the reason is, but one thing I will tell you is that they're going right back to the same fucking well that's already dry. 
The new restrictions starting Friday. Gathering limits reduced to a maximum of 10 people indoors and 25 outdoors. Restaurants and bars have to limit their indoor capacity to 50%. Again, with the the, the restaurants, like, what, are we going to shut down the hair salons again, too? You fucking... I, I honestly don't understand I just, why the first instinctive go-to is shut down the restaurants. I, I don't get it. I'm still dying to know what's going on. With, what's, well, why in that area? Why Windsor-Essex? Why? Good question. Where is the spread coming from? What's the difference between Windsor-Essex and, say, I don't know, Kitchener-Waterloo yeah. or Hamilton or Where Toronto or York Region? You know, are the cases in schools mainly? Are the cases in community spread? Is there something else happening there? You know, I, I really don't know. But if this is the instinctive thing is start punishing the restaurant owners again. I don't think that they're doing anything. I really don't. Everywhere I go, they check my passport. There's that fucking log at the front. You got to write down your phone number and boom, you're done. Good. Mm -hmm. Everybody in those restaurants is fully vaccinated for the most part. There could be some staff that are not. It depends if the restaurant has their own policy. But hey, those policies are already leading to issues. There's a great article today that the Canadian Federation of Independent Business shared on their Twitter, if you want to go and look for it, uh, talking about the amount of companies that had a vaccine mandate. You've got to be vaccinated to work here that are now voluntarily withdrawing that mandate because they don't have enough employees. Yeah, that's a big problem. That's such a big problem right now. There was a go train on the Kitchener line canceled this morning. Staffing shortages. But I don't get it. You knew this was coming. You knew if you tried to fuck with people and make them get the shot. And that's what you were doing. You gave them an ultimatum. Shot Mm -hmm. or you starve and lose your home. You had to have known this was going to lead to a labor shortage. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that that's what the inevitable conclusion is. And sure enough, here we are. We've got staffing shortages. And some businesses, like I said, are voluntarily recalling their mandate and saying it doesn't fucking matter. Just take some rapid tests and and wear a mask and we're good. This is the year of supply and people shortages, isn't it? Like I've never heard the words shortage being mentioned so many times in so many days alone like and i'm talking product yes i'm talking people absolutely it's like across the board shortages you got the car situation which is another situation everywhere you look it's like there's some kind of a shortage happening yeah it's nuts and speaking of shortages the lcbo says transportation issues and the ongoing considerations of covid19 including changes to consumer demand have led to a Booze shortage in Ontario. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Now, now what, what are we going to do? Why are we sitting here like assholes? Why are we at the LCBO stocking up? I was there yesterday. You know what, though? It's not. <laughs> listen, when they say stuff like that, it, this means if you are very picky, if you are so particular on the exact wine from the exact place or the exact uh, booze that maybe there's not a ton of to begin with. Yeah, get it. Otherwise, it's not like you're going to show up at the LCBO and it's going to be empty, guys. That's never going to happen. No. For me, and I was just talking to my husband about this yesterday when I saw this story pop up. I'm like, there's no world where we wouldn't walk into the LCBO and be like, oh, that wine that we really, really like, like, is unfortunately not here. Oh, well, we'll just get another fucking one. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, all the vodka is out, which will never happen. Let's just drink this instead. Like, when it comes down to it, we'll drink whatever the fuck. (laughs) We will drink whatever the fuck we need to get through the holidays. And if it is this bottle of Allura Extra Strength, I'm going to fucking drink it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not the end of the world. But yes, if you are picky, 
And I know there's people who are particular about stuff. Yeah, get it. Get it early. It's a good idea. There is something that stands out to me here, but let me finish the story. The Crown Corporation's chief supply chain officer. They have a chief supply chain officer? Who the fuck has that job and how much are they making? Huh. I might look into that. He says that this shortage includes some champagnes, wines from New Zealand, Australia, and South America, as well as some tequila and scotch. He says the LCBO will continue to have a selection of international products, but if you have a particular drink in mind, you should shop early. Okay, that's almost exactly what Kat just said. But we just, last week, and we talked about it on After 9, we got the Auditor General's report. One of the things in the Auditor General's report was slamming the Ontario Cannabis Store, another crown corporation that's in business for some reason, and they were slammed because their ordering was so far off that it didn't match what people actually wanted to buy. You know, given that they're all run by the same uh, group of people generally, is it possible that that's what happened here? Maybe we don't have a booze shortage. Maybe they just ordered the wrong shit. (laughs) I wouldn't even be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I I mean, I do believe there's supply issues and I do believe there's transportation issues. I buy it. No problem. Because I know that's the case for a lot of different areas right now. I buy it. But yeah, in some cases I could see them being like, Oh, fuck. There's 50 cases of this piece of shit nobody wants. And there's we accidentally ordered three cases of the shit that people definitely want. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Is it's highly likely that these people just plain fucked it up again. Yeah. And if that's the case, am I surprised? No. Do I expect more from a crown corporation? Absolutely not. I fully expect it to get fucked up. And here we are. It's fucked up. We got a shortage <laughs> of booze in Ontario at Christmas, for God's sake. Wild. Uh, You want to give this guy a call? Yeah, okay. This will be our first shot at a call. And coming up after we talk to, is it Juan? I believe it's Juan, yeah. After we talk to Juan, we will uh, talk about this guy who, it's bad. It's another guy who had to go to the fucking hospital because he jammed something up his ass and couldn't get it out on his own. Uh This one involves the bomb squad, though. (laughs) I know. I know. It sounds terrible. That is coming up, though, on After 9. Let's call one here. Again, this is in place of us taking calls because we don't know our own phone number. Hello? Is this Juan? Yes, speaking. Hey, Juan, it's Scott and Kat. Hey, how's it going, guys? Going good. Welcome. You're the first caller on After 9. Oh, damn. What's going on, Juan? Number one. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So what's going? Uh, what's up with you? What are you doing? I'm just hanging out, you know, working and uh, just, you know, just hanging out, you know. Just, I love you guys' show and just wanted to say uh, this is a cool opportunity to talk to you guys. Oh, oh thank you. Thank what, you for calling. What do you, yeah, what do you do for a living that allows you to have this conversation with us at this time? So, um, I'm Something with very little supervision, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm actually a photographer and videographer. I own my own company. Oh, so, so you're the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss, man. What can I say? What kind of stuff do you photograph and film? So mainly right now, it's mainly just sports. And I also like have my uh, foot in the door with uh, wedding photography. And I'm trying to get into real estate as well. But uh, mainly right now, it's just sports photography. I work with this uh, soccer academy in, in uh, Kitchener called Berlin. And... Um, 
Yeah, I, I work mainly with them. I'm the director of media, and then I have my own company called Cloud North Visual. Huh. Do you have to be fully vaxxed to work for yourself? Uh, no, not necessarily. <laughs> you didn't impose a mandate on yourself? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. But I closed down uh, I closed down the offices for a while just to k- take a little break, you know? Are you saving money on rent? <laughs> just, just a bit, just a bit. Good. I think that's great. I think everybody should be focused on making money, saving money in 2022. It's going to be a money year. <laughs> That's what it is, exactly. It's yeah. going to be a money year. Got to see the dinero. What are you doing for the holidays? Uh, the holidays, I'm just hanging out with family, you know, hanging out with family. I just moved in to an apartment with my lovely girlfriend. Really? And, um, How's that working yeah. out? Oh, it's going really well. Any you issues know, so far? We can solve whatever problem you've got. We're good at this <laughs> shit. No, no. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, everything's going well. I'm pretty sure her and her family are listening, so I just want to say hey. So, um... Uh, no, but everything's going really well. We have two little kitties, and they're the ones that aren't getting together that well right now. Aww. But uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll Wait, be better. In a how bit. old? Um, my cat is just over one years old, and the other one is her name is Delilah, and she is about five. Oh, okay, okay. So one's a newer one. You know, they come yeah. into the mix. Younger, fresher, yeah. that sort of shit. Young, younger, fresher, cooler. You know how it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's probably got all the cool clothes and stuff, and the old cat's like, I don't understand why you're always on your screens. That sort of shit. <laughs> what are their names? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> what are the names so, of the cats? Uh, so my cat is named Doug, and the other one is called Delilah. Fuck off. Fuck you, 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 Doug! Your cat's name is Doug? Do you Doug? ever say fuck you, Doug, when they're being bad? <laughs> fuck you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Doug! <laughs> Juan, uh, you can call in after nine anytime. You sound like a good guy, and we will figure out our own phone number at some point soon, and we'll give it out, and you can call in anytime. All right, buddy? We, we yeah, appreciate man. your time. It's so nice talking to you guys. I hope you guys have a great day. You too, and a buddy. And really good holidays, and, you know, just stay blessed like always. Thank you. I haven't said stay blessed to anyone before. I I'm think hearing it more. You should in, try it. Yeah? It might be your new thing. Do I have to say blessed or do I say bless? Because it sounds like that's what people say stay when they blessed. say it. stay yeah. blessed. There's some things you just try and it just doesn't work. That's probably going to end up being one of them. Not everybody can pull off everything, you know? It's just sort of the way it goes. Uh, I do want to talk about this guy who ended up in the ER. Fuck. Here's the deal. <laughs> I'm laughing already. He is uh, from the UK. And he went to the emergency room. I believe this was last Tuesday. And he claims that this happened as an accident. See, he went in there with a World War II era artillery shell shoved right up his asshole. (laughs) Yep, uh, an artillery shell. And in case you're wondering, this would be like an anti-tank kind of bullet. So whatever device fires this projectile, it can actually take out tanks. And this fucking idiot put one up his ass. (laughs) Now, you're probably wondering, why did he do that? And I don't know the answer to that. I can speculate that he likes stuff in the bottom. Because it felt good. But he wasn't going to admit that to the doctor. Why would you? No, why would you be honest to a medical professional who's just trying to help you? Here's what he told the hospital staff. There we go. The man says... He was cleaning a bunch of junk out of his house. Why is it always cleaning? It's always cleaning. When he found this World War II era artillery shell, he set it on the floor. Just directly up, right? Pointing up. It was was going north. Ah. As he was continuing with his cleaning 
and I'm guessing completely naked at the time, or at least from the waist down, Cat, he slipped. It could have happened to anybody. And he fell, <laughs> ass first. Naked cleaning. Onto the bullet. Oh, and right. then, boom, bullet right in the bum. Right in the bum. Why did they think that we believe these stories? Why? This, I've heard the exact same story. Well, similar. Painting naked and falling onto a lava lamp. They went in with a lava yes. lamp up their chute? Yes. Why? Listen, I don't. You know, again. Does the inside of you glow? <laughs> <laughs> My asshole looks like a volcano. Everybody look. <laughs> it changes colors. <laughs> you know. I, I understand that that's embarrassing. That must be an embarrassing moment of, oh my gosh, I got something stuck up me that shouldn't be up me. Right. But I know if I leave it, I'm probably going to die eventually mm-hmm. because I left this up my butt. The Can me- you just go on with your day with <laughs> something up your butt? <laughs> or are you shutting her down for the day? I We're just going to lay on the couch for a couple hours. I don't think that, I don't think you can do that. I think you know. And I'm just trying to picture how, what it was like before the ER because there's the moment of impact yep the moment it gets stuck and there's moments in between before you head to the ER of how do I get this thing out do you think this guy tried every trick he could possibly think of all the Vaseline he could find he probably melted some butter and shit probably (laughs) dug his hand up there as far as he could trying to reach that and pluck that puppy out perhaps he even tried to use some kind of a plunging device to get it out of his ass himself (laughs) A plunger on your own asshole. <laughs> I'm sure desperate times, right? Desperate times. Maybe call one person you know that won't that, that could probably try to help you. I mean, I just got my nails done. I'm not doing that. You know, like maybe you got that kind of response. Mm. Nope. You're on your own this time. And then you have to go to the ER. And then you lie to everybody. And everybody knows. Everybody knows you're lying. Everybody knows you're lying. You know what? Honesty is key. You nobody should die because they got an artillery shell or a lava lamp or whatever it might be stuck up their ass. Okay, nobody needs that. Why? Why are people so embarrassed to buy a dildo too? Is that because that's the thing, right? You're embarrassed to buy something that's actually meant for that. But you can get it shipped right to your house. I don't understand. If you want to put anything in your bum, go ahead and order something that is uh, professionally made for that sort of thing. There's a whole line of products specifically for your ass, and it can be discreet. Everything shows up in the same kind of box at some places, and Amazon will sell it. A box is a box is a box. You don't know what's inside. Go ahead and get it for yourself, because then you know it's safe. We all need you to be safe and stop shoving random shit up your assholes. Thank you, Kat. That's an important message. Doctors were able to remove the shell, but then it occurred to them, wait a second. Before we get the tongs in there to pull this bullet out of this asshole's asshole, what if it's a live shell? What if we go to pull it out and it shoots his head right off his shoulders? Because it's an anti-tank gun. It could. Nope. They said, we're not going to take any chances on this. Call in the explosives experts. So while this poor son of a bitch, and I don't know, if they're pulling Aww. something out of your bum, are you laying on your back with like a pillow underneath or are you up on all fours? How do they get it out of there? You're probably laying, they, they have adjustable beds basically for their, so you're probably laying on your tummy, ass, ass kind of up into the air. Well, that doesn't seem comfortable at all probably, with a bullet in your ass. Probably isn't 
nothing seems comfortable with a bullet up your ass. I don't think any position would be a good one with a bullet up your ass. Let's be honest. I'm sure when he thought it would be a good idea to jam a bullet up there, he probably did enjoy the feeling when it was going in. Yeah, I don't think you continue on with it if you don't. But if you can't pull it out again, was it all worth it? I don't think so. You should have just got something with a handle on the end of it. So this guy's sitting there ass up. Ass up. Waiting for the bomb squad. Yep. And the doctors are all there just making small talk because what else do you do when you're waiting for the bomb squad to arrive? (laughs) Do you leave him in the room by himself or do you try to make small talk with the guy while he's ass up on a a bed? So, you done your Christmas shopping yet? (laughs) Put up your tree? (laughs) Don't you dare come in here with that up your ass, all right? (laughs) Let's talk about let's talk about all the things. The nutcracker on your shelf? Don't fucking do it. Don't you fucking dare. Nope. There's gonna be a lot of things over the holidays that you're gonna see and think, oh, I should put that in my ass. I- Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Don't. That would look better up my asshole. Um so and then, okay, let's flip this around. So now you're the bomb squad, the squat team, whatever it might be. I yeah. don't know. You get a call. There's an emergency. Yep. Okay. We might have a live World War II artillery shell here at the hospital. Gear up, ladies and gents. They found an artillery shell. Maybe there was some construction and somebody dug it up. We don't know what the circumstance is. All we need to know is we're called into action, and, and, and this is the oath that we took to help whoever it might be and all these people. Here we go. They show up to the ER, and they're like, oh, right this way, guys. And they're going, why is it not? Why is it not what's happening around here? And they lead you to a room with a man laying on a bed mm-hmm. in a hospital gown. Yep. Ass up. Yep. With an artillery shell up his asshole. That's right. That's right, Kat. All that for that. I didn't even explain the dimensions. I'm sorry, guys. You're probably yeah, wondering. How what... big is this? Yeah, it's uh, two and a half inches around. Oh. Yeah, that's a big, that's that's not a tiny one. No, that's not one you want in your bum? Well, no. I mean, I, will, I wouldn't recommend anybody put it up their bum. Okay, fine. The bomb squad cleared it, saying it was, and I quote, an inert lump of metal. No risk to life. Did they have to, like, take an x-ray first? I guess I assume they took an x-ray or something. I would assume there see. was an x-ray. Yeah. Just for the oh, doctors to yeah. share amongst themselves in their little group chats and shit. Look at this. Look at what I did today. Fuck. I win. Bomb squad didn't even want to touch it. <laughs> That's asshole bingo right here. I won. <laughs> you didn't have an artillery shell on yours, did you? Nope. <laughs> You went with a live mouse. You lose, I win. You know, I'm trying to figure out the downside and upside to this scenario, and I really don't know that there's an advantage to telling the doctor the truth about how it got up there. You could just go with the lie, and whether the doctor believes you or not, they're still going to pull it out. Maybe that's to save your own dignity. I slipped. I was a good, responsible person cleaning my apartment and just fucking fell. One in a million shots. Or do you need to tell the doctor that you put it up there for a sexual reason? Yeah. It does. And what else is in there? While you're there, you might as well clean it all out. <laughs> do a little inventory, will you? Here's a chart. There's a pen. Fuck. Oh, where did you find that? That's a, that's a safety pin. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you tell them. Tell, listen, tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. And yes, you might be a story to somebody someday, because I've heard them myself. They, they're not allowed to mention names. They can't even mention any other details. They might en- mention that you're the person with a bullet that stuck it up its own, his own ass. They might. 
where are you at with uh, Starbucks? Do you try any of those holiday drinks or do you just stick to your regular black coffees and stuff I, like I that? I usually stick to my, my regular coffees, but I don't hate on them. I like to see it, um, especially like around the holidays, for example. It makes me happy to see all the different flavors. That's fun. Somebody compiled uh, a chart that explains what the best and worst Starbucks holiday drinks are, especially if you're watching the calories and the sugar. There are seven drinks that they ranked from best to worst. And frankly, I would have buggered this up if it was a quiz. I would have had no clue. I actually like the salted caramel latte. I think it's delicious. Lo and behold, it's the worst fucking thing on the menu. Is it the worst one? I know they're not. none of them are really good for you. But I didn't know that would be the worst one. I wouldn't have guessed this either. The iced sugar cookie almond milk latte? It's got sugar right in the title. It's actually the best one for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So here's how it breaks down. They say the new iced sugar cookie almond milk latte gets a B plus, the highest grade they gave. It's only 150 calories with three and a half grams of fat. None of it is saturated. Number two, the gingerbread latte gets a B minus. The Starbucks version has 38 grams of sugar. Chai latte gets a B minus as well. They say Starbucks uses a chai syrup that's got 42 grams of sugar. They say you can get this in other places where it's actually a lot healthier. Peppermint mocha. That just sounds good. C. A grande at Starbucks has 54 grams of sugar because they use flavored syrup instead of real peppermint. Eggnog latte. That sounds fucking vile. Like, I've never tried it. I don't know anything about it. You like eggnog, I guess? Hot eggnog mixed with coffee doesn't sound like my dream. It gets a C minus because it has 52 grams of sugar and more saturated fat than anything else on the list. The only plus, they say, to an eggnog latte, it comes with 17 grams of protein. So basically, you should drink one of those before you go to the gym. It's the eggs. Yeah. Second worst, it gets a D, the chestnut praline latte. 39 grams of sugar and nothing healthy in it whatsoever. And dead last, the salted caramel latte. They gave it an F. An F for, oh, fuck. 470 calories, 59 grams of sugar. That's more than twice the added sugar that you're supposed to have in an entire day. You're better off shoving a bullet up your ass than you are drinking that. <laughs> wow. Uh, quickly here, do you uh, like the new Zoom feature that'll basically rat you out I and tell your boss if you were late for the fucking Zoom meeting? <laughs> That's so rude. I get, See, I'm on smaller calls usually, right? Like we've got board meeting calls. I'm on work calls. And they're usually not massive. To the point where you could do a quick attendance check if they wanted to. That's fine. I don't. I guess I don't hate it because if you are someone who's trying to take attendance and all of your people are from home and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're on Zoom and you're trying to find a reason to write somebody up, that's what this reminds me of, by the way, is just an excuse to get a worker in trouble. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect tool for you. Oh, I see you logged in at 101. Yeah. Oh, you know the meeting starts at 1, But right? it's something you can get in trouble for. You it's a good way to keep tabs on people that you already are keeping tabs on. Here's one thing, and if you're an employer or someone who leads meetings, I really, really, really want to figure this out, and maybe this will start a trend for you. 
Here's part of the reason nobody wants to listen to your shitty Zoom meeting. People that are busy anyway. If the meeting starts at 2, start the meeting at 2. Because how does every fucking Zoom meeting start for the last two years? All right, we'll just give it a few more minutes for everybody to get connected. No, you had hours to get connected. The meeting started at 2. We're not starting the meeting at 2.10. You don't try and log in at 2. you got to be on the call at 2. Yeah. I, I I do my best to get on like a minute or two before. Okay, so Me too. W- m- 158, 159, no problem, I'm on. My problem is, it's like, like you said, well, let's give everybody a minute, to, the stragglers, let's let them trickle in, and then you gotta, and then people wanna make small talk with you, with everybody, right? They're, they're making small talk, and I'm sitting here going, this is a waste of time, so you're absolutely right. Get to the meat and potatoes, get on the damn call, if it's a two, be on a two. That's it. Last but certainly not least... I don't know anybody that follows this guy, but we did when we mentioned it on our radio show today. Get some texts from people who do. His TikTok address is that one time traveler. He claims he's from the future. Mm. He says two things are about to happen here on Earth. And if he's from the future, he would know. According to him, crazy stuff is going to start to unfold over the next couple of weeks. December 20th and December 25th in particular. This guy's got 1.2 million followers. So here's what he says is going to happen. December the 20th, eight humans will develop superpowers from the energy waves of the sun. Mm. And then on Christmas Day, the 25th, something big will happen that shocks the world and changes the way humans live forever. On Christmas? He says in a follow-up video, Christmas Day will be remembered for centuries. It'll change how humans live. This will 100% prove he is a real-time traveler. Don't forget the date, he says. December 25th, 2021, something is going to happen that changes all of our futures. Hmm. What is going to happen on Christmas this year? I mean, this could be a number of things if you believe this bullshit. It my, could my. be a number of things, you know? <laughs> don't lead people. We don't know if it's bullshit yet. It's bullshit. All of these are always bullshit. What makes this guy different? He's on TikTok. That automatically makes you go, oh, fuck. But we know how governments work. For the same reason that they drop shitty news that they want to bury on a Friday... Maybe Christmas Day is the year we're finally going to get honest to God confirmed proof that alien life exists and we're harnessing their technology. Maybe that's what's going to happen on Christmas Day. Here's why this is a fucking load of shit. Because if dude... Hang on, I'm going to lean back here and let you go. If dude... (laughs) You know I hate these. I know. If dude was actually from the future and knew some shit was going down on December 25th and leading up to it was all this... This guy wouldn't be sitting there on fucking TikTok making TikToks. He'd be rich because he's figured out something else that happens in the future that could make you rich. There's no fucking way that you just go back in time to let people know about this and not try to make yourself rich and be like, well, fuck everybody else. I know what the lottery is. Or I know that this team wins with the, against this team. I know what the Super Bowl. Fa- I know what you could do so many other things. Nobody's going back to go on TikTok to tell people about this. And if so, why isn't he telling us more details? Well, 
Nobody necessarily wants to know their future. Maybe it's good news. Maybe it's bad news. Maybe in the future they have no need for money. Maybe this <laughs> is... <laughs> Somebody will. Okay. But maybe this is just the heads up that we need to pay attention Christmas Day. We don't know if it's going to be a big flash in the sky or just some little incidental thing that we'll all be able to look back on and say, oh yeah, when that happened on December 25th, that began this. Or that chain of events began uh-huh. on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. It might not be apparent right away. First off, you don't believe this guy's from of the future? <laughs> <laughs> what gave that away? I hate these. Because these people never stand up and say that they were lying. These end of the world motherfuckers. Ah, there's going to be an explosion. Oh, there's going to be an... Oh, no, but wait, we're re- re- recalculating. They're like the fucking Google map. It's recalculating. Oh, never mind, guys. Sorry, we were wrong. Three months from now, we'll bug you about this again. And over and over. But nobody stands up and says, I'm an asshole and I lied. How come none of them come forward later and say they're a lying piece of shit? Just say it after. Don't make us sit here and talk about it and waste all our time. If you're not going to stand up later and go, yeah, I'm just fucking with you. That's all I want. I just want to be like, yeah, fucking with you. Okay, but now we're finally going to know definitively whether or not this guy is full of shit or not. December 20th? I don't know if we would know right away that eight people develop superpowers. Maybe this is an ongoing process and December 20th is the day it began. And we don't actually know it until we have hindsight. December 25th? That kind of seems like we're going somewhere there. What is it, though? Because if something big goes down and it does change the, the... future of humanity we should probably believe this fucking guy who says he's from the future (laughs) i get the impression you don't want to believe this guy i don't no i am choosing to suspend my disbelief and i'm hoping Mm. Mm. that there's some legitimacy to this and if there is great if there isn't i'll be the first to admit no i'm not admitting shit it's a possibility. None of you people ever do. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not from the fucking future. I don't have a dog in this fight. It really doesn't matter to me if this is true or not. If it's on TikTok, it's got to be the truth. People are so stupid, too. They believe it anyway. You know where my mind went instinctively first, though? As soon as he said something's going to happen on the 20th and on the 25th, knowing what we know now, I don't know why, but the queen came to mind. She's not doing too well, and it would make sense that after a period of mourning, if this were to go down, it would be, it could be December 20th, and five days later, the coronation of a new king. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that change the future of humanity? No, you don't have any power as the king or queen. I think you've got power you as the king. You don't have any fucking power. What? You don't have any real if power. If I asked you if you wanted to be the queen, you would say, nah, I don't have enough power. Is there enough power there? I think To I, change the course of the future? Yeah. No! Uh-huh. Maybe we're going to, maybe we're all going to either be team monarchy or the other side. And it's going to be like the uh, real life Star Wars. William's going to (laughs) take over and it's going to be nothing's going to, it's just, it'll be sad. Hey, Queen Elizabeth dies. That's going to be a sad time. And the world will feel like it's paused. And we know it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We know it's going to happen. And you're possibly right, by the way. It could happen. If I, if, if that turns out to be true and God, I hope it's not. But if that turns out to be true, I look like a goddamn genius here. Yeah. I mean, maybe I am from the future. Fuck you. you <laughs> but what about the superpower thing? Why can't, you know what would be crazy? If I'm one of the people that got superpower and then I tried to convince you I had a superpower and then you didn't believe me. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucked up? That would be Imagine fucked I'm up. like, no, but really, guys, I have a superpower no. and nobody believed After you call this much <laughs> bullshit, I will not believe anything be, until I see it. That would be hilarious. Hilarious. <sighs> 
Anything else you got to cover in this episode? Was there anything good in what's trending today? Um, Not really. The William Shatner penis thing is going to be on Amazon Prime. We know that. He's got a... Oh, from the rocket ship. The Blue ship. Origin. God. Sorry, that's what the penis means. I mean the Blue Origin. Um, yeah, no, not really. It's, it's all quiet for the most part. This time oh. of year sucks in yeah. radio. All of the end of the year shit comes out, though. And I do find it interesting. Like, I actually like going through the list of the, you know, the top whatever artists of the year uh, the top, you know, mo- highest grossing film that th- of this year or the the time person of the year, which I believe is coming out very soon, if I'm not mistaken. That'll Typically. be out next week, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, People magazines, like all those things I do actually quite like. So although, yes, less happens in terms of stuff, all of that starts to come out. And I actually quite enjoy it. Guys, we will endeavor to try and figure out our phone number today and give that out to you later on so that tomorrow we can take a few more calls than the wand we had. Uh, thank you for having uh-huh. us on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good wand, though. I've been saving that wand since we talked to it. It's great. Have yourselves a fantastic Monday and, uh, oh, crazy winds today. 80 kilometers per hour. It's going to be a mess later on today. Yeah, it will. So drive safe out there and we will catch you right back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Zoom just rolled out a new feature called attendance status that makes it easier to see who's at a meeting and whether anyone showed up late. Which is why they're changing the name from Zoom to NARC. (laughs) And now Skype is trying to capitalize on this. That's right, their new motto is Skype, where snitches get stitches. <laughs> Guys, the NFL just suspended uh, three players, including Tampa Bay Buccaneers star receiver Antonio Brown, for turning in fake vaccine cards. The NFL got suspicious when under doctor it said Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> a bride in North Carolina went viral for celebrating her wedding with a mannequin of her husband because he got food poisoning on the big day. Their wedding was actually delayed twice because of COVID, and then the groom got food poisoning. And each time the bride said, God, if I'm making a mistake, give me a sign. (laughs) The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.